Hi, welcome to my gallery. Um, for you who do not know who I am, my name is Ruth Brownstein, and this month of July celebrates the 46th year that I've been in the gallery business. My involvement in the arts has been very strange, because as I say, I've been, this is my 46th year, but I've never taken an art class in my whole life. And all I know is what I feel. And, you know, and people's reaction to the work in an abstract way. So what is it about Michael's work that, what, what feelings what, does Michael's work bring up for you? It, to me, it's, it's so fanciful. He brought me to a studio, and he was sharing a studio with two or three other artists, and they were, it's a live work place in Oakland, on San Pablo, and there were these two great dogs there. <laughs> and not only that, but in the, in, the, in, in the little things, little vignettes I saw, which I didn't know whose work belonged to anybody, because I either had never met any of these people. And the one that I cottoned to was, was Michael, so I was in the right place. And, then, and I offered him this introduction show. Now, the beauty part of, of showing, this is a, will be the third show with me. Introductions was the first, and I've done two others since. And what's interesting is there's a continuation, you know, but done in a much more sophisticated and thought out manner than the first one. The first one was, was POW, you know, there it was. And, uh, and this, this place was just, a, you know, this whole, he had the whole space to himself, I think. And it just was a little, all these little vignettes of work that we had, it was just a whole room with this crowded with them and, and people just sat there and could relate to everybody, to the work. And that's the beauty part about his work, that, you know, but I don't know what these subjects are about, frankly. And, but, but I can see something in it that I, as a person 83, almost 83 years old, can relate to as well as you who are 21, 22 years old. And that's the beauty part of good art, as far as I'm concerned. Hi, my name is Michael McConnell. Um, I'm standing at the Branson Key Gallery. Uh, this is my third show here with Ruth. Um, the title of the show is called Not Out of the Woods Yet. Um, which a lot of the work has to do with, there's some forest imagery with little kids in it. And my process usually tends to evolve around coming up with a, a phrase that gets stuck in my head. So a lot of times my paintings come from, the title becomes first, the title comes first, and then I work backwards kind of through it. So I had this phrase, not out of the woods yet, meaning to me it meant this point where you have all this clutter and everything behind you or like these dark places that's kind of in your past, but yet you can still see what's coming before you. So a lot of the work deals with that whole idea of like um, childhood or fear or, so even though like on the surface, like some of them are very like cutesy, you might say, or they have animals in them, there's kind of something a little bit more dark or disturbing going on with them. So like, this piece behind me is called Never Ending Field of Regret. And uh, there's these broken sheep in the front and there's an old couple in the back. And like, to me, this is this whole, this whole idea of that, um, how parents raise their children is the same way as people like raising animals. And that once they get broken or like those people's childhood was broken. So they're retrying to create their childhood through their kids. You know, people always talk about parents trying to recreate the childhood they never had. So that's kind of what that piece is about, that they have all these sheep that they're gonna just keep raising until it's right. 
And that's kind of like a lot of things with my work is that children are often seen as such um, innocence and carefree type things, but as they grow into adults and they have this ability to like cut down trees or kill animals. And so like you'll also see like a lot of the installation aspect of my show is these taxidermy forms. And uh, are those, um, so what are those made of? They're just styrofoam. They're styrofoam. I actually didn't, I ordered them oh. and, and got them. The forms were actually things, but I made instead of actually like doing the actual taxidermy of like with animal skins, they're all made with old thrown out stuffed animals. So it's that tie back to like childhood thing. And some of them have like little blocks or um, little toy trees. And like, this is a fawn in a rabbit's outfit. And there's, there's, a, there's a red fox in sheep's clothing. And so towards the door, the kids have, are living in the forest and kind of like protected by those things or taking on those characteristics of the animals. You know, like a lot of the girls have deer things. And even though that they have there's this, I like a lot of duality, like a lot of the girls have male persona because they have antlers. Um, so it's that whole idea that they're strong women, like this painting over here is called A Hunting We Will Go. And so it's these two girls who have just captured these rabbits. And I mean, I don't know if they'll eat them or if you can decide that for your thing, but the forest kind of looks scary, but they're just walking through it proudly, like it's not. Hi, my name is Diane Deck. I am director of Hospelt Gallery. Uh, we are actually celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. Uh, we opened in 1996 in a different location uh, near South Park and have been in this current location uh, for about eight years now. We exhibit emerging to mid-career artists. Some of them are local. I'd say about a half to a third of our artists are local and then the rest can be from all over the country or international. Beyond that, our aesthetic is pretty subjective and personal, as most galleries are. We tend to like work that's finely crafted, really well made, very detail oriented. We have a roster of about 20 or so artists that we represent and do a show of each one of their works about every two years. Because of the size of our space, we can do two and sometimes three shows at a time. The artists we are featuring this month are two uh, artists from both from California. Um, the first is named Russell Crotty. His show is titled Twilight in the West. And the second is Lordy Rodriguez. His show is titled Landscapes. Russell Crotty grew up in Marin County, now lives in Southern California. He actually lives on a cliff in Malibu overlooking the ocean where he has set up a professional telescope to observe the nighttime sky. He does drawings on paper, in books, and on globes that record his observations of galaxies, star clusters, nebula, planets, and constellations. His exhibition called Twilight in the West focuses on the encroachment of development on what was once pristine wilderness in California. So here development, rather than representing progress, points to a decline in the natural assets of the West. Some of the works in the show uh, feature a horizon line with custom homes or cookie cutter housing developments and light pollution obscuring the night sky. 
Others have smog lines which hover over natural terrain and under constellations or planets. Occasionally he will write text on the globes or on the drawings that follow the contours of the landscape. The text can sometimes be a description of the context in which a particular drawing was made, such as a camping trip or a hiking trip, or it derives from real estate ads, uh, cliched and ridiculous phrases like, you deserve it all, move your address to paradise, modern prodigy and coastal living. This exhibition is by a young artist named Lordi Rodriguez. It's titled Landscapes. Lordi was born in the Philippines, came to the United States as a relatively young boy, and grew up in Texas and Louisiana, but also moved a lot uh, in his youth and as an older adult. And because he's from Chinese, Filipino, French, and Spanish descent, he's never felt like he could claim a homeland as his own or any place that really felt like home. So dislocation is a theme that operates frequently in his work. This show um, showcases drawings that are inspired by maps. The drawings utilize precise language of cartography, but ironically removing the text and the symbols that give context and clarification to positioning so that all that remains is the landscape, which is magnified, fragmented, and devoid of context. So the orientation gap is then filled by the viewer's own biases and experience. We like work that is abstract enough to where there are layers of associations that can be made, particularly in Lordi's work, because the, this is terrain that might be mildly recognizable, but not totally recognizable. You can interpret it to be a number of things. Some people have even interpreted some of the pieces as looking like cross-sections, magnified cross-sections of cells or whatever. So there's a really nice uh, imagination realm that the viewer can go into. Russell's work is more specific to place and location, but there is still sort of a conceptual element to it. And in particular, this exhibition, Russell's getting more into political statements about development, pollution, in a way that he hasn't before, which I also think is interesting and provides a context for a deeper discussion.